All right. Are you ready to talk about the most Brandon episode of all the Brandon episodes? I guess. If, if we, we have to. <laughs> Welcome back to West Bev. I'm Caitlin. I'm Ariel. And this is your Beverly Hills 90210 podcast where we break down every episode of the 10 season show. Today we've got season two, episode 19, Fire and Ice. Mary, what happened this week? Apparently West Bev has an ice hockey team and Jim gets to coach it for some reason. Brandon, (laughs) Dylan, and Steve are all on the team. After practice one day, Brandon meets a figure skater named Trisha and accuses her of not being a real athlete. She kicks his tiny ass in a race around the (laughs) rink and then lets Brandon know just how hard she works at her sport. Brandon begins showing up to watch her 5 a.m. practices, which Trisha's strict coach doesn't like. When Trisha falls during a competition, it looks like her season might be over. Brandon buys her a burrito. (laughs) Brenda tries to improve her salesmanship to earn higher commissions at the boutique so she can buy her own car. Kelly and Donna don't like that Brenda is trying to make them and everyone else ever buy expensive things from her. When Brenda's bitchy boss sharks a huge sale from her, Cindy helps her get revenge. I'll just say it. I'll, I'll, I'll just say it. This episode sucked. It was <laughs> so bad. It was so bad. Like, I just love that they like rewrite history to say that brandon has apparently always been super into ice hockey like what about basketball yeah and like okay he also has no cardio stamina right like we saw him run on the beach and he's small but i mean i guess (laughs) you don't really need to be big for hockey but like even in that whole opening like they were clearly being like look how good brandon is because midwest and ice compared to dylan and steve so, you know, the episode of The Office, Threat Level Midnight? Um, yes. Brandon yes. skating reminds me of Michael Scott skating. I thought oh. of that. So I, when he and uh, Trisha started racing around the rink, I was mm-hmm. like, golden face? <laughs> <laughs> also, that was totally not a tie. She beat him. Oh. Yeah, she did. That's the thing. Like, we're getting a little ahead, but... He even took the inside track the entire time and still couldn't win. Like, if you're taking the inside, it's like on, you know, like on a track. When you take the inside lane, like, it's easier to win. Yeah. And he still couldn't do it. And he was, like, clearly cheating, too. Because, like, she was all the way by the wall or whatever. And he was like, oh, I'll just, like, cut this corner and go really inside and still couldn't win. No. He's not good at sports. And it bothers me every single time they want to rewrite history and to say, say that, that he's some athlete like no oh my god and like please everything that he does in this entire episode about sports like all of it just makes me angry like he doesn't know what a toe loop is or whatever he called it he doesn't like know. he's known her for one day and he was just like that was a beautiful double axle <laughs> oh my god she nailed that oh she, that was really sloppy like like girl stop mansplaining mm. i learned so much at that one 5 a.m practice yeah <sighs> Should, oh, okay. Before all of that, I just have one comment on Steve because I wrote Steven in my notes one time. Steven. <laughs> but why was he wearing like no pads? Like he had his little like hockey goalie like um knee pad, leg pad things, but then like nothing up here and he's just like 
trying to stay up, wobbling. Poor little Steve. I like, know. They spent too much time just being like, Steve's bad at this. Mm-hmm. Did we tell you Steve's not good? Right. <laughs> exactly. And meanwhile, Brandon is amazing. Well, yeah. <laughs> I wrote down when Jim goes, nice shot, hot dog. <laughs> I would love... Because hot dog to me sounds a little condescending for some reason. I don't know why. Condiment descending. (laughs) (laughs) It sounds condescending. But, sorry, it's one of those days. (laughs) But I would just love to hear always Jim call Brandon hot dog. It would have made me really happy if he was like, nice shot, hot dog. Thanks, big Jimbo. But, like, I don't like it because – yeah, I mean, I just don't like it. That's I don't really have an explanation. I just don't like it. But like then all of a sudden, all well, actually, my thoughts are all over the place. <laughs> Why is Jim coaching? I don't know. I mean, I how know, was he coaching? Like in middle school, like our teams, the coaches would be like somebody's dad. Well, yeah, because like, well, yeah, because if you had, as long as you had somebody on the staff from the school, you could then have a lay coach, which is just a coach outside the school. Because mm-hmm. my dad. He didn't coach, but, like, a bunch of my coaches in high school were not really the coach because they were just on the staff so they could then hire an actual coach. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, they would, like, pass their, like, coaching license, whatever. I don't know. I don't know sports. Well. Not high school sports. Neither does Brandon. (laughs) No one does. Like, what... What does Jim have that makes him qualified to be a hockey coach aside from the fact that he lived in Minnesota? I was going to say he lived in Minnesota and that's it. Yeah. And that's where hockey is bigger than in California. Although, California doesn't California have two hockey teams or just one? They They've have got a- the Ducks. No, Anaheim. The- oh, Anaheim. Are they still in Anaheim? Mm-hmm. And then um, they got the LA Kings. Yeah. And Wait. Nope. I'm thinking NBA. Sacramento. But yeah, so they... Even they have two teams, and Minnesota's got, I'm sure, some teams. The Wild, maybe? That sounds right. I have no idea. Sure. But yeah, so. But no, yeah, Midwest, because ice. Ice. That's right. And then, so they finish up their little practice. Hot Dog and Steve are still on the (laughs) rink, and they see all these other folks come out to skate as well. All the little ice skaters, ice dancers. Yeah, there's like some... They seem to be ranging in age, and they almost seems like a free skate or something. But then you see this, like, bomb-ass girl come through and just, like, start nailing all these ice skating tricks. And I don't know what they are, but I can tell that she's doing it well. And I was like, I wish I knew if this looked any good. Well, yeah. I mean, like, it looks cool, but I can't tell, like, it's as correct. Or yeah, well, and, like, I couldn't move. tell you if, like... You know, maybe her back was too arched, and therefore, oh, yeah, it, like, the technical yeah. stuff, yeah, no yeah. way. No, we need that. Brandon to tell us. <laughs> Don't worry, he will later on. <laughs> yeah, and then Trisha, like, kind of runs into them accidentally, yeah. and that's when Brandon does what Brandon does best, nagging a girl because yes. he likes her. Well, and he gets that random, like, poop on his face. Every yeah. time <laughs> you saw it, I was like, what is on molly, there? Molly, molly, molly. <laughs> Yeah, no, because she's like, it's one throwaway comment. She's like, oh, you're hurt. And he blows right past it. But that's how he gets that little thing on his face. But basically, he calls her a prima donna because he's a jerk. And then he's like crazy rude to her. He's like not calling her an athlete. Yeah, he's saying that like hockey is a lot harder than ice skating. And so, how dare you like 
Let's race. Which it's kind of like apples and oranges because one, like ice hockey, and I don't presume to know hardly anything about ice hockey, but from my standpoint, it's like as long as you know how to skate well, especially like backwards and like making turns really fast and being able to like sprint and then turn on a dime, but then you have a stick in your hand and you're trying to like also weave the puck around. As the, it's, so it's, it's the different hand-eye things. Yeah, you've got hand-eye mm-hmm. coordination there. And then with figure skating, like you don't have anything. It's just you. But mm-hmm. like you're doing these like big jumps and yes. spins and all that kind of stuff. And hockey players don't do that. It's basically acrobatics. It's gymnastics on ice. Yeah, it's completely different. And then like, yeah, you know, a figure skating routine is maybe four minutes long. Mm-hmm. But a hockey period is like 20 minutes with breaks. And then there's like a 20-minute intermission in between every period. Well, and there's multiple people on the ice too. So it's not like it's always just on you. Whereas, I mean, think of it literally like almost like golf or tennis or something that's a solo sport versus a team sport and one that takes a lot more mental concentration and the other that takes a lot more physical concentration. Yeah. No, it's, yeah. So it's totally different. different. (laughs) And yet, of course, Brandon is like, I don't know. I don't know if you've seen me. I'm an athlete. And also he's like smacking gum the whole time. He was smacking gum when Jim caught him hot dog. And then he was smacking gum when he got knocked over and smacking gum when he was like shitting on Trisha. Like, I'm like, when did you start chewing gum all of a sudden? Because now he does sports. Sports <laughs> is, is gum. Yeah, it's his version of chewing tobacco. I mean, I fully anticipated him, like, getting hit and swallowing it. Yeah. Like, oh, my God. On. That, that would have been amazing. Like, she would have had to do the Heimlich maneuver on him. <laughs> oh, man. But, yes, they decide to do a skate race around the ring. Right, because she doesn't back down to a challenge. She's like, you're being a dick to me, so I'm going to prove you wrong. Well, and she's an elite athlete. Yeah, exactly. And Brandon is Brandon. Is trash. <laughs> Brandon is trash. God, that's what this episode should have been called. <laughs> Fire and trash. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, and then she clearly wins, but they clearly. call it a tie. Yes. And then Mr. Kuklinski, Kuklin- Coach Krzyzewski. Um <laughs> Coach K. Yeah, Coach K. <laughs> Coach K. Uh, comes running up and is just like, how can you be on this non-Zambonied ice? <laughs> yeah, where's the Zamboni? Questions I ask myself all the time. Every day. <laughs> Who authorized this fun? Because <laughs> <laughs> it sure wasn't me. Yeah. Wait. Um, And he still has gum. Like, he's still smacking his... I can't... I was so distracted. I barely heard anything that Brandon said because he was just smacking his gum the whole time. You don't need to think, listen to Brandon. Well, and, well, obviously. But it made <laughs> me think of how much John hates when people talk with food in their mouth because of how annoyed I was with how much Brandon was chewing with his mouth wide open. I was like, dude, can you not? Mm-hmm. And also, like, there's no way to spit it out because you're on the ice. It was bothering me. I'll move on. It's fine. No, it's okay. We can talk about how much we hate Brandon. I'm for it. <laughs> well, and basically when Coach K shows up, we essentially learn that, oh, this guy's Trisha's coach and she's like some sort of elite athlete potentially mm-hmm. training for the Olympics or something similar or something. Yeah. I mean, so from what I understand, because I kind of looked it up, but I only mostly got it. Um, so she's training for the U.S. National Figure Skating Championships okay. because – She's in a sectional competition this week. Uh-huh. And then, like, the top four in the sectional competition go to the national championships, which okay. is why she got, like, that pass later or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then when you go to the national championships, I think that's how you can determine whether or not you can go to the Olympics. But it also feels like it's too early to try and make it onto the Olympics team because if it's 1991, the winter, the next Winter Olympics weren't until 1994. 
Oh, interesting. Well, what about, was there not one in 92? 92 was summer. Oh, right, obviously. Oh, yeah, so it would have just passed in 90. Or, like, it would have been happening right, yeah, it would have just happened mm-hmm. the year before. Hmm. So Interesting. May, yeah. I, assuming any of what I just said is right. Well, and assuming that Beverly Hills actually, like, is in 92, or, ni- yeah, 92, like, the time that it airs is the time that it's running as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, all we have to assume is that it's the year that it runs is the same year in the story. Yeah. I yeah. Mean, so, yeah, it seems the timeline's weird. Yeah. Maybe they, maybe this is one of many sectionals. Who I mean, knows? there's got to be. Who knows? I don't know. I don't know enough about figure skating. Yeah, I no. like figure skating. Yeah, it's very it. entertaining to watch. And, I mean, that's the other thing, too, is, like, every single time you see a figure skating performance, like, at the Olympics or something, at the end of the routine... I mean, they're, like, huffing and puffing. Like, who fought, like, who the hell is Brandon? I know. <laughs> to say that, like, you're not a real athlete. I'm sorry. Honestly, I, this episode was not really great for, like, any of the Walshes, mm-hmm. except for Cindy. Except for Cindy. Yes. <laughs> totally. Like, Jim didn't really do anything, but. No, he was just there calling hot dogs. Yeah, he just kind of existed. Yeah, like, he was just there. Whatever. Um, but, yeah, I mean, like, Brandon sucks. Yeah, and do we want to skip to the Brenda storyline, or do we want to do all of Brandon's and then Brenda's? I almost feel like just because of, like, the slight crossovers, Mm -hmm. we should talk the whole way through about it. Yeah, because then you switch over back to the Walsh house, and Brenda is putting a ton of makeup on Cindy. And this is where I got really confused about what's going on with Brenda. Is she in a multi-level marketing scheme, <laughs> or is this just for the store? I wrote that down, too. I did, I too, was at like, some point. Brenda joined an MLM, <laughs> and then I was like, oh, no, she just still works at her shitty-ass boutique. And- well, but she takes it home to sell to her mom? I was going to say, that's what's so confusing, is that it seemed as though at the boutique she was selling more, like, clothing and accessories. Yeah, not jewelry. Not necessarily makeup. Yeah, well, and I... It's a small boutique. I yeah. don't understand how they have so much product. Right, right. Like, that's just what got me. So I was like, yeah, did she join a multi-level marketing? Like, is she in Mary Kay? Mary Kay is what I was thinking. Or what was it, Avon or something like yeah, that? Yeah, Avon's the yeah. other one. Yeah, like something like that because Deidre got her to do that as well, maybe. Yeah. Trying to teach her, like, how you can be a multifaceted businesswoman. <laughs> I, everything about Deirdre, where they're selling a lifestyle or whatever, selling yeah. self-confidence. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? I mean, I guess more power to you, but you're also selling manipulation, so. Well, and, like, when she sells the perfume to David later oh and God. is like, I, you're not buying perfume, you're buying self-confidence or whatever. It's like, it's what like, are you trying dude. to say? Yeah, right? Like, what does this mean for your friends? And also, like, don't manipulate a 16-year-old. Yeah, no, it was kind of rude. Yeah. But, I mean, Deirdre was kind of rude. Oh, yeah, she was the worst. But, yeah, so she's putting all this stuff on Cindy's face, Mm -hmm. and then the boys walk in, and Cindy's like, oh, how was hockey practice, Jim? And Jim says it's been a long time since he had to train someone to body check. He's like, you guys (laughs) Googled words about hockey. And also, sorry, Cindy. (laughs) Yeah, I was like, how is this not a sexual reference? How is she not just like... You show me how to body check. Oh, dear. I mean, I don't want to see it, but, like, how did that not happen? Right, totally. But, yeah, because she's asking him about that, and he's like, oh, hockey, blah, blah, blah. And then she's like, well, what do you think about my face? And they're just silent. 
Yeah. And then they do that weird peering at her, like almost like when you like look at a dog and say something and they're like, huh? <laughs> <laughs> That's almost how they looked at her. And yeah, they're like, mm-hmm, okay. Yeah, they're like, you know what? I'm going to go shower. Yep. Bye. Bye. <laughs> and then we flashed in 5 a.m. And Brandon, for some reason, is awake. Yeah, well, because he wants to see Trisha again for a rematch or whatever he said he wanted. And she's like, oh, I have to be on the ice at 5.30. And somehow that was an invitation for him to <laughs> yeah. start showing up to her practices. Yeah, which, I'm sorry, but what 16-year-old would willingly wake up at 5 a.m. and go to an ice hockey rink just for one girl? Brandon. Like, this does not surprise me at all that Brandon is doing this. <laughs> I, I've run out of things to say about how weird this kid is. Well, and he goes, like, all in on every all girl. In. Like, it has been less than 24 hours. Mm-hmm. You talked to her for five minutes. Yes. And now he's waking up at the crack of dawn to come watch her skate alone in an ice rink. Well, and even she was, like, all into it because she's talking about how, like, well, I mean, first of all, Brandon's just watching her stretch. And then, he like, when they start talking, she's like, oh, this is, you know, wh- this is when I get my alone time. This is really the only time I can control, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And then, like, he says something like, something like, oh, should I leave you alone? He doesn't say that, but, like, vibing on that. And then she's like, oh, no, there's no, no one I'd rather spend my alone time with. I'm like, why and how? And you don't know him. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, he just called you a not athlete. And <laughs> now why you do spend you the rest like of your life him? with him? Well, why? He's got that stupid thing on his face. <laughs> yeah. He's still got the ketchup on his face because he's hot dog. <laughs> 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 and... Yeah. He must be some kind of charmer or something. Like, I he <sighs> he's not though. Like, it feels like every single writer on this show really thinks that the negging works, right? Like, bullying. Um, like, it means you like yeah, them. Brandon is some you know unbelievable Casanova, yes. or whatnot. Like, yes, it's he's he's just sideburns. That's all he <laughs> is. Know. He's hair. He's the quaff and sideburns. That's yeah, all. He's he got is. perfect hair. He does and that's have perfect it. hair. Because as soon as he opens his mouth, everything else goes away. You're just like, stop it. He's go away. He's well, yeah. And he immediately asks her on a date because he's hella aggressive. A date with a hockey player. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Lest I forget. He plays athletes cool. date athletes. Oh, <laughs> God. Okay. Brandon's a cleat chaser. <laughs> which I don't know if you guys know what that is but it's basically yeah only people who date athletes like and they're not necessarily athletes but they just love to only date athletes so Brandon's a cleat chaser I just like honestly the writing at this part of the episode was getting to me because there's yeah. the date with the hockey player <laughs> and he's like what's the matter well the pressure can get to you that's all and it's like yeah it went from like what we're talking about going on a date <sighs> I'm in my feelings yeah pressure well, and yeah, it was just like all over the place to really point out like she's an elite athlete. Yeah. She has to strive to da 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 Her da. life is impossible and which I'm not saying like, don't get me wrong. I don't know that I've got the mental capacity to be a professional athlete, much less the Absolutely actual not. skill, but the they have to drive this home and separate them so much that like, no, Brandon, you only think you're... <laughs> like a good athlete this is what a real athlete looks like yeah but it, it was just so way too like drive at home yeah. you know what i mean 
No, I mean, it's, I feel like it is the same thing where they spend too much time on something, so we don't have enough time for this. Right. And, like, I would have much rather seen more of, like, her being really dedicated to her sport and looking like she likes it. Right, right. Because that's the thing. She only acted like she hated it and that she wishes she could be a normal kid. Because Brandon had to be the savior. Right. To be like, well, who said da-da-da-da-da? Mm-hmm. Because then I think, like, later he's watching her practice and the guy comes up to him thinking that he's the vending machine salesman. Yes. And they Joey just start talking something. about Trisha. And they're like, ain't she special? She's got the fire and ice. Which, all right. Yes. I didn't realize we started saying the episode title. But, <laughs> oh, yeah, I wrote right. it down. I was like, he said the name. <laughs> Brandon said the name, too, later. Oh, yeah. he does? Yeah. Yeah, he's, it's like it one of the time. last things that he says when mm. they're watching her on TV. And he's like, she's got the fire and ice. <laughs> it's like, Brandon... Brandon, stop. To, yeah, stop trying to take other people's stuff. Well, and that's you you know that he heard that like rink worker say that. Yes. And then he was like, just like, I can use this later. <laughs> you said this, I said I this. this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, and like he's just staring at her. And then okay, this is what bothers me is that when that guy, I forget his name, and I'm sorry, I've forgotten his name, but he comes up and, like, talks to him about how, which I don't know who he's supposed to be. He almost seems like an omniscient character, right? Like, he's, like, ghost he's of the Christmas ghost past. of the ring. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's what he kind of felt like, because he just randomly shows up to, like, warn Brandon, like, hey, there's this coach, and he's not going to like it if you're here. I know. Yeah. He's like, did the coach, the coach, you know, didn't say you could be here, and he's like, Trisha invited me. Yeah. Which, okay, dude. No. But that's the thing is like Brandon is so defiant and he just thinks that as a child, because need I remind you guys and all of our listeners, Brandon is a child. He is 17 years old at most. And he is so defiant to everyone, like all adults. He's like, no, 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 adult. I know better than you. I will stand up for everything that I believe in. And I will talk to you with so much disrespect and self-righteousness that you're just going to let it go and you're going to let me do what I want. Well, and it and drives me insane. Yeah. Later when Brenda talks about how their parents raised them to be too nice. Like, no. like what are you talking about? In what way is this nice? Not, neither of you are ever nice. There has not been an episode where both of them have just been nice. There's yeah. always yelling of some kind. They're the fire in the ice. Ooh. Cause think, Oh, it makes sense because Brandon is always the hothead. Fired. And then Brenda's ice because she's an ice queen yes. because she's so mean to girls sometimes. She throws so much shade and she's so piercing with her words. Oh, my God. <laughs> All right. Our podcast should have been called Fire and Ice. I feel like we have to stop the podcast. We've, like, hit the peak. Yeah. You've done it. That's You've it. made the name of the episode work. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, so then we go back to Casa Walsh. Um, yeah, because Brenda She's was waking up early for a power breakfast what with the Deirdre. What the power breakfast? Um, uh, egg whites and <laughs> avocado toast. And, yep, that sounds right. And coffee. Yes. Lots of coffee. Well, obviously. Um, but yeah, so then at the power breakfast, um... They basically, like, like she's basically teaching Brenda how to read people. Yeah, well, because Brenda's talking about how she only got Cindy to buy, like, 20 bucks worth of makeup or yeah. something. And Deirdre calls Cindy a Midwestern traditionalist with strong family values, not much makeup, not much jewelry, probably clips coupons. And I was just like, Cindy? Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, what's wrong with that? 
Did they take this out of Cindy's like character bio? bio? Yeah, it's like <laughs> actress who plays Cindy. This is this we is need. It. A, hey, we can use that in the script somewhere. <laughs> we need a woman who looks like she clips coupons. Yeah, they just copied the character notes word for word. Oh, exactly. absolutely, <laughs> exactly. But yeah, no, I, this is where I'm like still convinced that Brenda's caught in a pyramid scheme. That's that where she just hasn't figured it out. That's where I kind of had that light bulb. I'm what? like, oh wait. This this feels wrong. Which like I still can't figure out. She so she wasn't right. But no. why didn't they right. go that way? Like they wouldn't that have. have been such a good episode? Yeah, totally. Yeah, they Nutri-boom. didn't go that way. Yeah, Nutriboom, boom, boom. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, and th- also it took me this long to realize that this was the same lady from the store that got oh, her the yeah. job. No, I wrote that. I was like, wait, is this the same woman from the store? Yeah. Like. Because it took her saying, yeah, no, same, because it took her saying, like, trust me, Brenda, or something like that. She's like, I didn't just hire you for Christmas, and that's it. It's like, (laughs) okay, (laughs) great. So that means I have a job? (laughs) Well, like, oh, I mean, like, you see it later in the episode, but yeah, every time she talks, she's like, I didn't just hire you for Christmas. I hired you to do all of those things, and then I will take your commission. Yes. You will sell makeup and then I will make money off of it right. because you're in my pyramid. Exactly. Trust me, you'll eventually make money. I'll get you Alexis sooner or later. Mm-hmm. Just not now. All you have to do is get two more of your friends to join <laughs> yeah. and then they each get two more of their friends to join. And then you make the money off of your friends and then they make the money off of their friends and you get Alexis. And I make the money off of all of you. <laughs> yeah. But, so terrible. I mean, that was literally it. And now we're all the way back to Brandon back again. Back to Brandon. And this is where Coach K or Mr. K, or whatever his name is, comes to talk to Brandon. And this is the part where I got really frustrated okay. with how he talked to him. Yeah, because this is where he's like, Trisha invited me here, not you. And then he's like, maybe it's time somebody asks Trisha what she wants. Yeah. He's like, what are you talking about? Yeah. First of all, Coach K comes up there and basically, basically like, get the hell out of here, you dumb boy. And he's You're like, distracting her. Yeah, and he's like, well, what if she wants me here? I'm a welcome distraction or whatever. And then I'm just like, why is he so disrespectful? Like, I'm sorry, if I... Was a seven, and maybe this is just the difference between a television show and real life. But if I ever talked that way to an adult when I was his age, I'd get slapped. Like oh, my mother would be called at. and I'd be grounded. Yeah. Like I don't know if that's just the difference in me in actually being raised nice versus thinking you're raised nice. But well, but like think of any time that Corey was a little bitch on Boy Meets World, exactly, and Alan would just be like. Excuse me? Yeah, he'd put it in his Don't talk to him like that. Because you're a child and you must learn manners. Yeah. You are not too nice, Brandon. I know. And like standing up for, like, he thinks, the problem is, is Brandon thinks he's like standing up for Trisha and like being some advocate for Trisha. It's like, no, she didn't ask you to be an advocate for her. She just asked you to come wash her skate. Well, and every time he's like, well, maybe it's time somebody asks what she wants. Like, I feel like he's just saying what he wants. Mm Mm-hmm. Like he hasn't, he doesn't know her. He's met her once. This is still the second day that he's known her. Yeah. And like you have to, like he's just assuming that she's being forced into all of this because she has a Russian coach. Well, and it's very clearly a Russian coach. Oh, yeah. And because she said one time, like the pressure is a lot, which obviously it is. And if you were such an elite athlete, Brandon, you would know. know (laughs) Yeah. Cleat chaser. Hey, Brandon Walsh, regular guy from Minnesota, here to make sure you never achieve your dreams. <laughs> or make, making sure you achieve the dreams he wants you to. Yes. 
No, he's literally, it made me so mad yeah, just same. watching him be like, well, I know that's best. I was like, no, what, you don't. What's her last name? Yeah. <laughs> if you can tell me her last name, then you sure. can have an opinion. Yeah, you can tell me what you think she needs. First name Trish, last name, uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, your name is not Trisha. <laughs> Trisha? <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one. I like it. I like it. I like it. I like it. Oh, boy. And then cut back to Brenda because we yes. can't stay on one scene for more no. than five seconds. And Kelly and Donna are shopping at Brenda's store. And I guess they've been there for a while and haven't bought anything. And this is where Deirdre's like looking at her being like, Brenda, you need to start closing some sales. Mm-hmm. And they're looking at that perfume yeah. that's $190 a bottle. And yes. Donna's like, you know what? I'm going to buy it. And then she like sees the $190 and she's like, you know what? I'm not going to buy it. <laughs> But, like, I feel like 100, like, that much money would not actually stop Donna or Kelly from buying something. Maybe not, but it does make me think that, okay, there probably is a threshold, right? Because they I mean, only, yeah, there has to be. Yeah, like, they only have so much money in their bank account, whether or not it's coming from their moms and dads or not, you know? Like, yeah, I mean, I guess I just think of, like, in the first season when they would go clothes shopping and, like, Kelly, Kelly was just picking card. up whatever. Yeah. Well, granted, at that time, Jackie wasn't sober. So maybe she had. That's very fair. Kind of like a. And we know nothing you. about Donna's family. Exactly. So maybe yeah, they do actually keep her in check. on a little bit I of mean, a leash. She's been known to have a financial brain too. So yeah. maybe she's really thinking I should probably live at or below my means. One hundred ninety dollars is not at or or below my means. <laughs> she's See, smart. Brenda should be listening to Donna 100%. about advice. Absolutely. Like, tell me that Donna would not be an amazing saleswoman. Oh, absolutely. Like, in a clothing store, a boutique like this? I totally think she would. Because mm-hmm. it's not like she would be going for the sales. She would actually know about the product. Well, and I feel like she does have, like, a fashion sense. That's what like, I mean. That's, yeah. That's her thing. And Donna is the one that packs 12 different outfits <laughs> to go to one weekend for President's Day. Yep. And, like... <laughs> You never know what kind of boys are going to be there. (laughs) (laughs) Every time someone comes in, they're like, I need an outfit for a Christmas party. And she's like, all right, well, tell me what boys are going to be at the Christmas (laughs) party. Didn't she really vibe with the goth girls at the Palm Yeah, she wanted to trade tops. Yeah, that's right. That was my favorite Donna moment, I think, ever. (laughs) I love Donna. I love her so much. I love when, like, the cheat meal moment later in the episode, she's like, gum. (laughs) Yeah. That was my favorite scene of the whole episode when they were talking about their favorite food. <laughs> gum. <laughs> Donna, that's not a food. Um, all right. She's like, well, still gum. Yeah. I stand I, by I, it. Yeah, I stand by it. <laughs> oh. But yeah, so she's discouraged. The perfume is $190. And Kelly and Donna are kind of turned off by the way that Brenda is like trying to get them to buy it. Yeah, I guess they've decided she's being too pushy. Yeah, which she is. I mean, yeah, they're not wrong. Like, yeah. there's a difference between selling and, like, pushing on things. Totally. And especially if, like, you can't hang out with your friends without mentioning the leotards that you can sell. Right. At the same time, though, Kelly and Donna were in that store for an hour. I mean, yeah. Like, if oh, talking to Brenda. Yeah. Not letting her help other people with sales. Right. Yeah, I mean, if she's actually working on commission, you can't do that. No. Like, that's just rude that's another unrealistic side of the show is like your friends can't just come hang out with you at work for an hour well and my friends never did that anyway right like when i only worked in retail at build-a-bear but Mm -hmm. like no one would just come in and like hang out in the store yeah that's not how that works Mm -mm. yeah other things you want to be doing 
Oh, I would have friends like come and say hi. And then usually like a manager would be like, hey, they can't stay here. Right. And I'm like, I know. We're just saying hi. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They'd say hi. If they wanted to talk, they might like actually make up bears. Like they'd come right. in to say hi and make something for like a little sister right. or something. Like that's how we would talk. Mm-hmm. And then like with the restaurant, you know, anytime I had a restaurant job, if people came in to say hi, they sat at my table and they ordered something. Right. It wasn't just like they came to just hang out. Yeah. Because that was like John would come in to see me all the time and he mm-hmm. would just sit and like order a sandwich and just like I was allowed to go talk to him then because right. it was like paying customer. Exactly. Making money. But <laughs> even then if I was busy, like it's not like he would just demand my attention. Sure. Exactly. So yeah, I mean this is just a little unrealistic, which I, I don't know. I always wonder if like, yeah, because it's TV world, that's why it's happening or like the writers really just don't remember what it's like working in retail or like. I almost wonder if it's just more like we have to figure out a way to connect the story but still have our characters. So this is the only thing we can think of. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I mean, that's the thing. Like she works in retail, so it's a lot harder to have her have conversations. Whereas Mm -hmm. Brandon works at a restaurant. They can come sit at the counter and order a milkshake or something. Exactly. But yes, they don't buy anything. She can't make any commissions. And she ends up walking home to get a ton of ice cream. Oh, so much. So three scoops, second, second bowl. bowl. For them to have a twin talk again. I know, because Brandon walks in and he's like, you're not at the boutique I was just supposed to pick you up from. <laughs> and she's just like face down in a bowl of ice cream. And he's like, bad day, huh? Oh, God. I love the insinuation that like ice cream is the alcohol of the underage No, I people. love that this has actually come back. Yeah. Because it, like, yeah, it's happened just like every time. ice cream, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, I didn't it. really listen to their twin talk, I'll be honest. I didn't really pay attention to it other than, like, this was where they tried to connect this stuff. So Brenda was talking about how she didn't make any commission. She made me, like, $2 after working for eight hours. And she's talking about how their parents didn't teach them how to succeed in the real world. They mm-hmm. taught us to be too nice. And then, I guess, is this where Brandon starts talking about how he was some phenom on hockey skates? Or is that a little bit after this? Mm. I feel like he might have brought it up, but I don't listen to him when he talks. <laughs> I just wrote wonder whiz in quotes. Oh, whiz. Yeah, I remember yeah. the word whiz. Yeah. So maybe he like, mentioned it. Yeah, because this is when he like brings it up to Brenda and later he brings it up to Jim. Yeah, because he's really mad that they didn't push him to stay mm-hmm. with sports because I guess hanging out with Trisha, he thinks that she's been pushed into these things that she doesn't actually like doing them so how come nobody pushed him to do things he didn't want to do well and maybe he's like a little bit jealous too because he's like oh my god wait like if i had been pushed i potentially could be at the level you're at i don't know which no i totally get yeah i mean like if i had shown legitimate talent at anything i've ever done yeah and my parents just like let me drop it for whatever reason i would have been very mad yeah in my history, not that I was a super great athlete, but because I'm small and short, but I do remember my dad thinking that I could have maybe done something with softball, but I got really burned out on it. And so by the time I was like 12 or 13, I wanted to quit. And because my parents were divorced and I lived with my mom, she let me do it. And my dad was like really upset about it, but I just, 
I didn't want to do it. And then I played other sports and I wasn't as good at those sports that I was softball. And I do think I'm like, I wonder what that would have been like had I kept playing. Not that I could, not that I necessarily would have gotten to a higher level, like in college or like a small school or something, Mm -hmm. but just, I'm like, what would have happened if I had stuck with it? Cause like I played softball year round all the time in tournaments, traveling everywhere. Yeah. That's what happens when you actually like commit to sports like that. But I mean, that's like my mom would make me commit to things even after we realized how terrible I was. Mm. Like I played basketball for three years. I had no business playing basketball for one game. Man, I loved basketball. I was terrible. I was all right. Mm. Like good enough to make the JV team, not good enough to make varsity. And my parents didn't have enough money to make sure I made varsity. So yeah, no, I... I did basketball for three years. I did volleyball for two years, which I was also terrible at, but I never worked on it outside of practice. Yeah. So like, makes sense. Oh, that was my thing. I hated practice. Well, so. and yeah, that was like, I hated practicing anything. And my mom would be like, well, that sucks because you're still playing. Yeah. 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 No, I, I, I definitely remember because in high school, like when sports got a lot more competitive and like tryouts and stuff, like I very much was like, oh, no, 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 I'll be fine. Like, I have enough ability to make the team. I don't need to worry about it. But then my mom was like, no, no, no. You have conditioning in, like, two weeks. You should have been outside shooting the ball or running around the neighborhood or something. And I was like, no, no, no. I'll be fine. I promise. And then conditioning would get there, and I wouldn't be able to move for, like, a whole week because I was so sore. And I'm like, yeah, I just really hated doing the extra work outside the, of yeah, the, the work, work I had needed to do. To do. <laughs> yeah, because I did a volleyball camp one year and like I after school it ended I was like a couple of weeks before volleyball camp and then we went to volleyball camp and it was like for legitimate players mm-hmm. like who mm-hmm. played on varsity and like college teams and all that kind of stuff and I'm not even kidding I could not walk up the one step to go from the living room to the kitchen after like the second day I had a bottom locker <laughs> that's terrible and bending down to get to my locker. <laughs> I would have just been like throwing stuff in. Oh, no. I made an effort. I was like, I can't. You, you're going to have. What's your combination? Oh, crap. Because, you know, <laughs> it's muscle memory after a certain yeah. point. And so I had to bend down. Ow, 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 ow. <laughs> like, it was brutal. Like, I was wearing sweatpants to school every day because jeans hurt. <laughs> like, I'm telling you, it was horrible. And I vividly remember it. But, yeah, I hated it. I mean, I love the games, and I and I didn't mind practice. Practice, I didn't do any extra practice. Like, yeah, I remember being jealous of the people that did, but then I'm like, I didn't want to do it. So, yeah, whatever. Yeah, no, I never did the practice I needed to do to be yeah. any good, but I wasn't allowed to quit. Yeah. So, yeah. but yeah, I do wonder, like, yeah, what if there was something that I could have been good at? Well, and I think the same thing about music because I was also good at the clarinet. I just didn't care. <laughs> Like, I was good. You just have all this natural talent. Okay. Sports, I was decent. Like, don't let anyone fool you. I was good enough to make a team, but I was never the best player ever by a large stretch. Band, I probably could have been one of the better ones. I just didn't care. (laughs) Like, I liked it as a hobby, not as, like, a career choice or something to really go far with. Mm -hmm. But I probably could have done something in band had I really tried but I didn't care that's the thing kids if you really care about something you'll put in the work and like if you Trisha don't, does you won't yeah unlike Brandon well exactly 
Oh, well, because maybe to... Brandon was good at hockey. Well, and so the thing is, like, when he later when he talks to Jim, mm-hmm. like, you know, we'll get there when we get there, but you can't blame your parents for not pushing you into exactly. something. If you really thought you were that good, you should have wanted to do it yourself. In- totally. Intrinsic motivation yes. means so much more than extrinsic for motivation. Sure. Oh, I remember I got so mad at my mom when I was like, I don't know, maybe 15 or 16. And I was like, Mom, why didn't you put me in tennis? Because I really that was when I really got into watching like all the opens and all that kind of stuff. And I still love watching all of that. But I was like, Mom, why didn't you put me in tennis? And I was so mad because I feel like I could have been good at that because that's a sport where you don't have to be the biggest, well, unless you're Serena Williams, but you don't have to be the biggest person out there to be good at tennis. You just have to be quick and finesse and all that. And finesse mm-hmm. I can handle. Being big and strong, cannot. But my mom was like, Caitlin, when would you have done it? You did basketball. You did softball. You did lacrosse. You did band. You did this, this, this. All at the same time. When? Tell me when I could have slotted in tennis. And I was like, I didn't get it at the time. And now I'm like, yeah, I didn't have time. Nor would I have wanted to add another thing to my plate. Well, and that would have been the thing is you would have had to prioritize mm-hmm. which one you were going to drop in favor of tennis. Exactly. Because that's a decision you have to make. Exactly. Versus your parents doing it. Exactly. And, like, it's... It is such a teenager thing to be so like, teenager. Dad, how could you yeah, not exactly. force me to keep doing the thing I like yep. rather than letting me drop the thing that I like? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. But yeah, because then I think it's now it's another day. It's another day. And Brandon's being in the way again mm-hmm. with Trisha. Because he's got nothing better to do than to just, just watch her practice. At 530 in the morning. Yeah. Like it's he's known her for two days. Like, chill out. Back off yeah. a little bit. I think he's living vicariously. I think that was the whole point of this episode. Is oh, that, absolutely. Like, the reason for his affection, probably Trisha's personality, give or take. Who knows? Because we don't actually get to know I her. I would say we don't actually get a personality from yeah. her. We just get Ice Skater. Yeah. So the whole concept of this was to show Brandon living vicariously through someone else. Yeah. I mean, silly. That's, that's exactly what it is. Yeah. Like, this... This is another girl of the week that is there just to further Brandon. Mm-hmm. Like, this is just to give Brandon more stuff. Yep. Make Brandon deeper. hate. Yeah, don't like it. I hate it. And then, lot. again, we jump back to Brenda. And this time, David's at the store. And he's like, hey, you know, everyone forgets Donna's birthday? Well, guess what I did, too? <laughs> Help me. Yeah. And this is where she's like, buy this $200 bottle of perfume. You're buying self-image or self-confidence or whatever the fuck She's she going to go wild. And, yeah, because Deirdre's like, that's a rich boy. Yeah. Make him buy Money things. is no option. No. Stop. And then Ugh. she manipulates David into buying it. Yeah. Which, like, yeah, it's manipulation. Mm-hmm. It's not being a good salesman. No. Like, that... The side plot, like, it was kind of fun to watch, but mm-hmm. I didn't really care for it. I didn't I didn't really care for it either. It just wasn't – it didn't paint Brenda in a good light, and I still don't necessarily think she learned anything. Like, I think – because think about it. The solution, which we'll get to it, but the solution to her problem is revenge. Yeah, the solution to her problem is to quit. Yes. It's not to rise above or to actually learn a lesson. It's, it's not to learn how to be a good salesperson. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just to quit. Mm-hmm. And then they, like, try and compare her learning how to be a better salesman to Trisha trying to go to the Olympics. And I was <laughs> like, what? I'm sorry, what? <laughs> I would like to be an Olympic-level salesman. <laughs> how does one train to become an Olympic saleswoman? 
don't know. But step one, buy the book Somehow I Manage by Michael <laughs> Scott. <laughs> Perfect. This is just a Michael Scott episode. It really it's about is. Ice skating and sales. It's Michael Scarn and Michael Scott. Oh my god, it really is. It really is. <laughs> so good. Oh. Yeah, so then we have another jump because now they're at the peach pit where oh, yes. David's mm-hmm. making a big deal about Donna's birthday and he hands her the present. She opens it, sees it's the perfume, and Kelly's like, Brenda, I know what you did. Mm-mm, come talk to me. She's like, excuse me. Rude. Yeah, I mean. Let a bitch make some money. Well, and, and I was like in two ways. I was like, okay, cool. Kelly has like a moral compass and she's like trying to make sure Brenda doesn't go down well, the wrong path. She's trying to watch out for David because he's kind of her little brother now. Well, and Donna too. And To Donna. some extent. And then, but at the same time, I'm like, mm, is it your place, Kelly? Like, it, it's really not. Yeah. Like that was a very Brandon thing to do. Yeah. Not necessarily a Kelly thing to do. Like, I think Kelly is all like, because in the past we've seen Kelly be like, do what you want, but here's my two cents. Yeah, I think um, and this wasn't that. it probably would have made a little more sense to have Kelly just make a comment in general to Correct. someone, not Brenda, about like, that's a $200 bottle, dollar bottle of perfume. Yes. Like, that feels more on it, rather than like pulling yeah. her aside and being like, girl, what'd you do? Yeah, I know what you did. You bad. How could you make a sale? But yeah, that's <laughs> the thing is like David didn't have to buy it. No, he didn't. No, he didn't. Like, and like and that's the thing, yeah. it just felt not on brand for Kelly. Yeah. I mean, none of it really feels on brand except for the fact that David would buy something stupid and <laughs> yeah. like make too big of a deal of something. Right. It's also like a week and a half after her birthday. You saw her on her birthday. Like I at this point a gift is almost like Mm. you're acknowledging that you forgot and you didn't yeah. do anything about it. Mm-hmm. And you're also not dating. Like mm-hmm. maybe just like buy her a little something and just be like, oh, I was just thinking about you. Right. Right. But, I but mean, then whatever. Brandon comes into the peach pit with Trisha. And he doesn't have that thing on his face right now. Nope. He all doesn't. Gone. It's all gone. Completely gone. He, he got a napkin. <laughs> and she like walked into the restaurant. She's like, oh, hold on. You got a little something there. And like, grabs a napkin out of the holder i like my hot dogs without ketchup <laughs> i like a naked hot dog <laughs> Ew, i don't want to think about brandon naked but yeah because this is where i noticed he had the thing on his lip and i was yes. like has this always been there i think that was like he literally probably just like got a cut on his lip and the and makeup was trying to cover it up but it's hard to cover up a lip thing mm-hmm. the other thing was like they put it there yeah but yeah so he introduces Trisha to the group and then immediately leaves. That's all that happens in the scene. Yeah. And then, yeah, because he introduces her to the group and then they leave. But Brenda's like, oh, but wait a minute. Let me tell you about the leotards we sell at my store. Which, like, what doesn't this store sell? Yeah. Why the leotard? Why would they sell figure skating leotards? Right. And then, yeah. And the other only thing that happens is Trisha's like, oh, if you guys aren't doing anything Saturday, my competition is Saturday. Mm, which Brenda doesn't go to because she's doing inventory at the store. Right. Because it was a good career move. <laughs> like, I, does she like the job or does she not like the job? I don't, she just likes money. But she's not making any money. <laughs> she's trying. Go work somewhere hourly. Go be a server. Mm-hmm. But 
Yeah, and yeah. then they we go to the um, competition, and they all show up. And Brandon is mansplaining figure skating to everyone, and he's talking about like toe a, loops. Yeah, and he's like, acting like a stage dad. And then she tries to do this is where she tries to do like the jump or the spin or something, mm-hmm. and she falls flat on her ass. Yeah, yeah, she and, does not nail that. No, poor and, thing. Yeah, and then like she doesn't win because maybe she didn't want to win. Right. Like. And then, like, I think Coach K ends up saying something about him being a distraction or something. And I'm like, yeah, Brandon, you are a distraction. Yeah. Well, and, like, I don't know. All of this is ridiculous. Are they trying to say that Brandon is such a cute boy that, like, going to the Olympics is not worth it just so you can date him? Right. Like, that's... I I think he's a symbol for a normal, quote-unquote, normal teenage life. I agree with that. Which which I think would make more sense to me if they put more focus on Trisha. Yes. Like, I think that's the thing is this episode is so clearly not about Trisha. Yeah. It's about Brandon. Mm-hmm. So, like, you don't get to see her, like, really have an argument between, like, well, do I want to keep doing this thing or, like, do I let being a 16-year-old and, like, wanting to have friends and go to a normal school get to me? Right. Because, yeah, at some point she tells them – she tells him that, like, she lives with her coach mm-hmm. and her entire family is back in Texas. Which I was like, hmm. That's weird. It is a little weird. problematic. Well, like, and, like – I felt uncomfortable by it. I'm glad she, they added he has a wife, though, that made it a little bit less. Yeah. Uh, I, but, yeah. like, how is there not a coach in Texas? Or what? Yeah, or, why like, why she, are they here? Yeah, why did she go all the way to California? And, like, live – it's not – it'd be one thing if they were just, like, coming to visit and they built in, like, a week so they've got time to train and then the competition's there, but they live there. Yeah, that would have made so much more sense if, like, she just – like, her family wasn't with her because she was traveling and her yeah. coach and this, like, group of five white men that stands around her on Teen the Tisha. ice later – yeah, they made it sound like she got, like, almost adopted by her coach as, like, right. a really young kid yeah. and has yes. lived with him forever and has only ever trained to do this right. one thing. Which reinforces the idea that, like, she didn't actually pick to do these things. Her mm-hmm. parents sold her to some Russian man to become an Olympic athlete. Right. Like, it, it's all over the place. And it does not make it seem like this is actually – Trish trying to decide anything for herself. Trisha. Right. Trish. Yeah. Trish. Uh. I keep thinking it's Trish, Trish space. Uh. uh. <laughs> Hilarious. I feel like the writers put in so many little misdirects, like the MLM thing. And yeah. like, you can't really figure out what is going on between Trisha and her coach. And like, there's just all of these little places where the plot could have gone a completely different way, and I don't really understand why they had it go the way that it and did. It's, Same. It's so funny because it's really consistent. The only thing that's really consistent about this show is that no matter who's written the episode, there's too much in it that doesn't need to be in it. Because mm-hmm. like I looked up the writer for the show. This is the only episode he did. Oh. Yeah. Maybe for a good reason. Yeah, they're like, failed experience. Or... Ex- Experiment. Experiment. There we go. Goodness. Yeah, but I mean, they, they have head writers. Like, why is the writing room not, like, punching this stuff up when they get it? Of, like, okay, well, we're going to take out all of the MLM scenes because they don't need to be there, and we're going to put in more Trisha scenes. Maybe it was just, like, too far gone. <laughs> like, I feel like, we can't fix this. <laughs> I don't know. What don't if they know. were just, like, we forgot we have 30 episodes this season? <laughs> Andrea Probably. moved up our deadline. <laughs> 
speaking of, uh, that's yeah, the next that's scene. Right when she comes in, because perfect, Brandon perfect introduces Trisha and she's like, Are you interviewing her for the paper? Yeah, she's like fangirling hard on this. It was so cute. It was cute. But then she got real jealous because, oh no, this is no interview. This is a date. And then she's just like, A date? Oh. Why does okay. Brandon always bring his girls to meet Andrea? Because he loves to mess with her. Well, and that's, he knows how she feels about him. That's, yeah. And she knows, he knows that she gets jealous and he's just like. He knows what he's doing. He knows like, I gotta doing. keep her interested. Let me dangle my women exactly. in front of her. Exactly. It, it kind of would have been really fun for me if like he kept bringing girls around in front of Andrea and then like they'd go hook up later. Who? Like, Andrea and Brandon. Andrea? <gasps> and she'd just be like, I can't believe that you brought another girl into my office and then just like nom 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 yeah he's like i know but you know it drives you crazy yeah like crazy okay so fun okay that would be really fun i wouldn't hate it i wouldn't either that's such a 2019 thing to do though like oh yeah no like that's (laughs) just flirt with somebody else in front of the person you love just to make your sex better yeah that's a that's a very riverdale thing to do right that's 1000 percent riverdale i i think i Man, that would have been so good. Right? Like, Brandria oh. is just, like, the th- Or, like, he does that, and then she goes and, like, makes out with Steve. And he's just like, well, I don't really understand what's going on, but I'm cool with it. Like, in front of him. Like, he'll just introduce the dates, but she'll actually make out with someone in front of him. <laughs> like, <gasps> he just drives Brandria crazy. Ooh. I would love it. Right? Like, I would oh, love it. it would be so good. Missed opportunities. Yeah. Um, then we get the best scene of the whole episode, <laughs> which is when because like they're, Brandon and um, Trisha yeah, are going to go to lunch. Yeah, because he brought her to school to see what school yeah. is like. <laughs> A whole new world. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. <laughs> he brought her to school to show her what school is. <laughs> These are other children. (laughs) She lives in a Russian man's basement, so. (laughs) These are people your age. This is what they do. (laughs) And I I think it's at the beach pit, or maybe it's here, when she's just like, your friends seem really cool. And I was just like, you haven't met other people, have you? (laughs) Right? (laughs) No one in this group is really that good. Except for Dylan. Except for Dylan. Yeah, so this is the best scene because they're basically talking about their favorite foods. Go. And... (laughs) And I'm trying to remember what all they say. All um, I remember is the burrito. Um, dim sum. Okay, so, yeah. So they're listing all of these foods. Dim sum. Get you some. They're just like, you should try this. You should try salt and vinegar potato chips. Hagen Hagen Dazs. Yep. You should have dim sum from this specific <laughs> chin chin place. And then Brandon's just well, hold on. Then Donna says gum. Yeah. And then <laughs> Brandon's just like, just like, you know what? All of those foods together is a burrito. (laughs) Which I guess he's technically not wrong because you could put all of those foods, including gum, in a burrito, (laughs) but it doesn't make it a burrito. I mean, yeah, I guess all of those foods probably come in some sort of burrito form because, like, you can get a Choco Taco. You can get a gum burrito. (laughs) (laughs) It's my favorite thing on the menu. Can I get the winter green burrito? <laughs> Bubblegum flavor or nothing. <laughs> oh, fair, fair. It's a dessert burrito. <laughs> 
But yeah, yeah. he like buys some giant burrito giant, from her. And he's ready her. to fuck with her nutrition. I know. Well, and that's what I was thinking this whole time. I was like, she makes all these big deals about nutrition. Like, I guarantee you she does have cheat meals. Like, she yes. has had gum before. Or... <laughs> Like, That's her cheat meal. There's like no gum. way. Like, there's no way she's not allowed to have gum. Yeah, well, right. and like, you know, she's had ice cream and she's had like. She's had a potato chip. She's an athlete. Like, you do have to eat. Yeah, you have to eat a lot. Like, she trains probably at least 12 hours a day. She can probably eat anything she wants. Mm-hmm. So yeah, because I, th- I think I wrote it down and then like took it out earlier but like when they first meet her and some guy runs up to her and is like we have to change your workout schedule today and then list like three workouts that she's gonna do Mm -hmm. like Like you need enough energy for those workouts yeah so she eats and then like yeah she probably has cheat meals but they're curated cheat meals so instead of a pint of haagen-dazs she has like a scoop of haagen-dazs right with a salad like acting like a burrito is something like foreign concept what's a burrito burrito or is it burrito? Burrito. <laughs> yeah. Like, ugh, it's ridiculous. But yeah, he's like totally fucking with her nutrition. And like, I don't know. I don't like that just because like, I feel like that's going to mess with her. That's the like, thing. Like if you are so regimented mm-hmm. and so concerned about your nutrition and your training and all of this stuff, like just going out and like eating a burrito or something, you'd probably be like, I don't work out today. Well, that's, and that's the thing too. It's like, clearly the intention is not to give Trisha like a new experience or an experience she hasn't had. It's clearly to show that Brandon is the bad boy or like not the bad boy in the real sense, but like the anti-athlete or like the anti-Olympics or something. Well, yeah, he's like, this is what your life should be going to food trucks and getting burritos and going to the peach pit and talking to people and going to a school and Mm -hmm. meeting Andrea. other girls jealous. Yeah. Yeah. But. And then there's like the other scene with Brenda and ladies about to steal the commission. Yeah, where she's like, got the $500 commission and Deirdre's like, this is yours? This is mine. Yes, 100%. Like, I'm just going to, yeah, sure. Like, I know this lady. I'll write it down. Yeah. And then she's like, I have a car payment and you don't. Mm-hmm. So, bye. Mm-hmm. Like, and Brenda's like, I want a car payment. <laughs> I know. So, but. give me the money. <laughs> so, I can get a car payment. Like, ugh. I just, it, meant, it meant so little. Mm-hmm. And, like, I feel like saying that it was a $500 commission is excessive. Yeah. Like, like what, what is her commission? I know. Like, it's, that's got to be, like what a hundred percent if it's ten percent then she would have sold five thousand right yeah that's another order math (laughs) which yeah it's that's so much that's a lot i don't think this woman just came in and dropped five thousand dollars no way jose so maybe she made five hundred dollars and would have had a commission on five hundred dollars which even at ten percent is 50 bucks like that's not a car payment no it's not it's really not (laughs) But yeah, but yeah, I mean, that's literally it. And then we're back to Brandon. And it's the clear need to fill time in this pointless episode. Because speaking of filling time, Brandon mentions again that he doesn't dance. Oh, yeah, because he can't go an episode without saying it. Did I mention I don't dance? You're the only girl that's gotten me to dance. I was like, wait a minute. Have we already forgotten Emily Valentine? Oh, yeah, it's been one episode. She's gone. But she's gotten him to dance. Oh, I have a list. Of people who got Brandon to dance? Yes. Yeah, because um, he danced with um, Didn't he dance Car- with- Carla. 
Carla with a K. K. Carla with a K. Fema Ferris, Andrea Zuckerman, Emily Valentine, and maybe Kelly when he was her date that time. Oh, right. yeah. All right. And no, he didn't dance with Cheryl. He showed up at the... He just boned Cheryl. Yeah, they banged and then he <laughs> they punched Dylan in the face. horizontally danced. Yeah. Ew. I regret saying that. <laughs> God. Ugh. Like, literally, all of my notes after this are just like, are they really trying to say that Brandon is as good as the Olympics? Right. Like, are, it's been two days. Is she really going to choose Brandon over, like, a lifetime achievement of the Olympics? No, absolutely not. Stop. And then, yeah, it's so. How many days has this been now? This three? is the third day, maybe. I think so. Because like then that. it's three the day of the closed practice. But weirdly, at the end of the episode, they mention knowing each other for two weeks. Oh, that's right. So when did that happen? Maybe the sectionals was like that Saturday, and then at some point during the week they went to lunch, and then at some point during the week they had a closed practice. And then at some point during the, the weekend of the second week was when they were watching her on TV. I guess. I, I don't know. I can't totally tell how the time split was supposed to happen. Because, yeah, I must have totally missed that because I was mm-hmm. like, it's been three days. Yeah. It's been like Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Mm-hmm. And that's it. They don't have clocks in Beverly Hills. Just to say 5 a.m. Yeah. Well, it's, Brandon can't sleep at 5 a.m. And then he shows up back at the rink mm-hmm. and then... It's the, a closed practice. The, yeah, the worker shows up again and is yeah, like, the, you the, can't be here. The rink ghost. Yeah, he's like, it's a closed practice. And he's like, no, 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 that's fine. Trisha always says I can be here. And, and they're like, like Trisha, Trisha closed the idea. practice. Yeah. And yeah, this is when she's surrounded by like a bunch of men on the mm-hmm. ice talking to her. Yeah, it was like which, five men and two ladies. Yeah, which is like another, I feel like, example of them being like, Trisha doesn't actually want this. Other yeah. people are pushing her to do this. Like, right. she didn't actually look like... The way it looked was that they were all, like, on her about mm-hmm. this. Like, mm-hmm. it wasn't her being like, okay, you tell me what you think about this, and, like, yeah. I'm going to be involved. Well, and also, yeah, it was like the lack of involvement was a thing, because it was like, it almost made me think of, at one point, she probably tried to speak up, and then couldn't, because they just kept talking about her. Over her. Over her to other people when she's standing literally right there. Yeah, I mean, that's definitely what it like looked that, like. Yeah, that was... I didn't like that only because I don't want it to seem like every athlete who is at that level has that experience. Well, and like, I feel like that's not the case. Like, that's what I mean. mean. Like intrinsic motivation. You have to want to do it yourself because if you don't, you're going to have things where you like, well, maybe I didn't want to win. Right. Well, and that's why like the older I get, I think the more I'm pro player rather than pro like team. Yeah. At the professional level, like at the amateur level, I mean, I'm still pro player because I still think it's your life and your body. You should be able to do make decisions that's best for you. But especially when it comes to like athletes wanting these crazy contracts, it's like, yeah, I mean, it's your body. Like you you, in five years, you're not going to have this anymore. Sure. Set yourself up for the rest of your life. Like, well, and you think about, you know, players that'll say, you know, it's been coming out that like team doctors are lying or, like, omitting things so that you'll keep playing. Exactly. And then, like, all of a sudden, you have a tumor that you have to have removed from your head, and you're like, and the it team doctor. Yeah. Caught early. Yeah. The team doctors should have seen that and then never said anything to me. Mm-hmm. And so I've just been playing, not knowing it's there. Exactly. And, like, feeling lied to by your team. Yeah. It's like negligence at this point, mm-hmm. all for the sake of winning a football game or something. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm definitely pro player. Yeah. And like, yeah, it's uh, it's got to be intrinsic motivation. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's a lot of what they miss here. 
because like there's some Cindy and Brenda stuff, but we'll get there when we get there. Cause that's the next time you see Brandon is when he's talking to Jim yeah. because Jim calls him out for not having his head in it at hockey practice, which truthfully I forgot that they were playing hockey at this point too. in the episode. I was like, I forgot hockey was a thing and mm-hmm. that's where this all came from. And you know, he's telling Brandon that they encouraged him. They just didn't push him. Right. And that they had actually met with, like, one of the top hockey coaches in the Midwest. And the guy was like, well, did you want a superstar or did you want a son? I was like, shut the fuck up, Jim. And you have both. Well, and that's the thing. Like, why has it got to be either or? Well, and why didn't you involve Brandon in the yeah, decision? that too. I mean, yeah, he probably was a kid. But, like, like you said, if he's intrinsically motivated at a young age, he would have wanted to, to do it. But it would have been his choice. But everything in Brandon's life has been extrinsically motivated. Right. He wanted to do basketball because of Jim. He mm-hmm. wanted to pay for his own car because of Jim. Mm-hmm. Like, I just, I don't understand this idea of like, we could have had a superstar or we could have had a son because that's really, um, what's the word I want to use? It's making it seemed like they made the right decision and Trish made, Trisha made the wrong decision yeah. because mm-hmm. she's not with her family now. Right, she's not a daughter. She's only a figure skater. Yeah, because she doesn't even live with her family. Yeah. Which, like, I still hate. I hate that too. It makes no sense. Mm-mm. It would have been a lot better if they had included her parents in the episode, like, at showing, cheering her on at sectionals or something. Yeah, like, they never show them. Or, like, mm-hmm. saying that the coach was actually her dad. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. like I'm sure that, that a good would, reveal. I'm sure that would have been some sort of like, well then he just forced her into it because it's True. his life, not hers. But, True. But I mean I don't know. I just I hated all of it because it seems like Jim and Cindy made the decision without consulting Brandon, and now he's got to deal with it. And he's like got regrets about it. Which like it seems like he's still kind of playing hockey. There's mm-hmm. no reason he can't try and get himself back up to. The best, right? Even at a varsity level, if it was like a school thing, I was or say, get yourself thing. on a team, mm-hmm. go to a college that has a team, try and walk right. on, right? Try to like, earn yourself a scholarship. If you're really that talented, then yeah, go for it. Like you can still come like mm-hmm. to do all of these things. It's not. It's a lot different for a sport like this, I think, than it would be for uh, maybe figure skating, but I'm thinking like gymnastics yeah. and that kind of stuff where you do have like kind of a limited time. For sure. Yeah. No, I agree with that. Um, but yeah, I just, I hated all of it. Mm-hmm. Like Brandon is the worst. <laughs> Always. Brandon, the worst Walsh. Yeah. Because then he goes to be a bitch to Trisha about not wanting to throw her career away over him because she closed that one practice and wouldn't yeah. let him go into it. He's too emotional. He's too he's too sensitive. He's just he's just too much. Well, and everything is always about him and the mm-hmm. relationship with the girl because mm-hmm. we saw that with Carla with a K. Mm-hmm. And um, what was her name? The actress on the on the show that he yes. did. Yes, you know what I'm um, talking about. Um, do you remember her name? Oh God! When he got the water thrown on him. Mm-hmm. Because oh. the guy filled up a bitcher. <laughs> Shoot! What was her name? I don't remember. Her I don't name. remember off the top of my but head. But it was like the same situation. Kind yeah. Of. No, everything is about, like, only their relationship. And how Brandon feels about their relationship. Yeah, which, again, like, at least that's consistent for him, and that seems very much like a teenager thing to do. Like, your hormones are getting in the way of things, and you're just like, I want to do this. So, like, you know, figure skating is 
less important. Right. Or like, right. Right. it shouldn't matter that I'm at your practice or not. You should let me at your practice because mm-hmm. I want to be at your practice. And I care about you. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Yeah. But yeah, so then the Brenda stuff. Yeah, so Brenda that same day has to be woken up by Cindy because she's like lagging in bed. She doesn't want to get up. She's she doesn't want to go. She tells Cindy what happened about the commission and Cindy's just like, uh, fuck that. Yeah, you could just get even. Yeah, don't get mad, get even. And I'm like, ooh, this is like, not a Minnesota Midwest traditionalist. <laughs> so much for being too nice. Yes. And then Cindy shows up in that all white outfit with the turban. Loved it. Loved it every so, second like, of it. Cindy, what are you? But oh, amazing. It was so good. And I loved she it. acts for like however long picking out all of this stuff and then has to go out to feed the meter and comes back and it's just like, actually, none of it. Mm-hmm. Also, pay my parking ticket. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She's just like, fling. And then she just walks out. And love it. I love that Deirdre's like, bitch. Uh, yeah. And Brenda's Bre- like, yep. Yeah, Brenda's <laughs> just like standing there watching her, just smiling like, mm-hmm. ha, 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 ha. <laughs> Have fun good. making your car payment now. I, I loved every time Deirdre was like, I'll have the girl put it back. Yeah, the girl. Like, wow, she's standing right there. Whatever. I'm a little amazed Cindy didn't break at that point and was like, excuse me, her name is Brenda Ann Walsh and she is my daughter and you do not talk to her like that. Or like even as she was leaving, like, see you at home for dinner, honey. Like, <laughs> Shit. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, I mean, I don't know you. <laughs> Pee my meter. <laughs> I mean, put my stuff away, girl. Yeah. <laughs> girl that i love nope girl just go put it back <laughs> trying to recover being like i just i just feel a connection to the girl <laughs> she just she just i don't know like i don't know daughter. her name is brenda walsh i've never <laughs> seen her before she just looks like a brenda this stranger <laughs> <laughs> and basically brenda doesn't learn a lesson at all does she quit at the end of this does she still work there i don't know I it's not so. really clear then what the hell was the point of anything like, there was no point to any of that. And then the makeup never comes back. Like, she's still in a pyramid scheme somehow. Like, I don't know how, but she is. She's locked in for life. But then the episode ends with all of them sitting on the couch watching the um, Nationals, I guess. I assume so. Because she had not made it in the sectionals. So it's got to be the Nationals now. Mm-hmm. And Brenda... Kind of pissed me off in this one because she starts talking about how Trisha looks so fragile and is so strong. And I was like, what do you mean she looks so fragile? She didn't look fragile to me. No. Is it because she's thin? Probably. But like, I don't know. Kelly's pretty thin. Not a great line. Yeah. (laughs) That's the thing. It's just not good. It's Mm. what? Are you saying she's too skinny to be a professional athlete? Or to be strong as well. Like, But like, have you seen professional athletes like i feel like she could have used a better word than fragile like yeah delicate maybe right. like she but like all really gracefully Graceful. and it's yeah deceptive because there's so much power in that right. body right like but I mean, no that wasn't written yeah well like i think yeah. that was the intention but yeah the way you're saying it is so much better well yeah because she doesn't have an ounce of fat on her body but you know what you don't have when you or what you have when you don't have fat Muscle. Muscle. Huh. So it's like, yeah, she's not 
She's skinny and thin and whatever, but she's also hella strong and muscular. Well, and that's the thing. Like, think about, you know, dancers and runners yes. and, like, all of these people that need to keep, like, a very light weight because, mm-hmm. you know, you have to lift yourself up. Like, right, right. It's your body mass that you have to worry about. Yeah. Yeah. No, it, it just made me upset. And then she you know, finishes her routine, she gets off the ice, they hand her the flowers, and then she looks at the screen and says, burritos. (laughs) I don't remember her exact quote. It was like, I do miss the burritos. (laughs) It was. (laughs) Stare at the screen. And then Brandon's just like, fire and ice. (laughs) I'm the burritos. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Brandon, you do look like a burrito. And then, yeah, he says something like, what is it like somebody dylan said something or brenda said something and he's like i had the time of my life and that's when i clicked oh like this oh. was supposed to be about dirty dancing or something which is like he did that shitty little lift when they were ice skating that's right yeah <laughs> all right cool brandon bye I know. yeah i looked at the the wiki and it didn't say when the songs were supposed to be but i've had the time of my life was supposed to be in it and it's got to be when they were dancing right it has to be there's no other time because it would have made sense on hulu they there was a song and it sounded like not a blink 182 song but a blink 182 song yeah so i feel like it was supposed to be there because at that last line the, the score was like a close but not close enough for copyright infringement version <laughs> of I've had the time of my life. It's just like in a different key and like mm-hmm. a little bit faster. Mm-hmm. It's like I've had the time of my life. life. <laughs> question mark? Mm-hmm. Yes. It's a question rather than a statement. Yeah. <laughs> That's how I they get might away with have. it. <laughs> I might have had the best time of my life. Like they just like totally <laughs> throw up the extra words yeah. in. <laughs> Might have had a good time. <laughs> and you owe it all to me. <laughs> that would have been Brandon's way. Yeah. Burritos. <laughs> and you owe me a burrito. <laughs> and I owe you a burrito. Boom. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, I was watching the movies that made us on Netflix mm-hmm. last night about Dirty Dancing. And apparently, like, Patrick Swayze had originally said when he, like, filled out his headshot and everything that he would not dance because he has a bad knee. Oh. So he was like, I I blew out my knee. I can't Mm -hmm. do dancing. So, like, I don't know why he was in the running for – Yeah. Anyway. But the other, like, lead man in the running, Billy Zane from Titanic – Oh, like the bad guy? Yeah. Cal? Yeah. <gasps> Weird. Could you have imagined? Maybe? So if you watch the uh, the movies that made us, they mm-hmm. talk about how, like, while they were doing the casting, they were like, we we really wanted to focus on having someone that had, the like, the perfect eyes because so much of it is, like, jo- the way Johnny looks at her. Mm-hmm. So they were like, he had to have the perfect eyes. And the only other person that really fit it with Patrick was Billy Zane. And then they show clips of Billy Zane doing like test dancing with Jennifer Grey. And was I'm it just bad? Like, no, I mean, it was fine, but it's just weird. It's not yeah. Johnny Castle. And I was like, I hate it. Hmm. I hate you. So weird. I also did not realize that Billy Zane had been acting for that long because I just didn't know him any, in anything well, else. Well, and I feel like he hasn't really been acting a lot since. So he's kind of. I mean, like, I know him from has, Titanic, yeah, yeah, yeah. and that's yeah. it. Yeah, that's the only reason. Yeah, that's the only reason 
I know who he is. Yeah. but I can only see him as Cal. Yeah. yeah. Weird. Right? So weird. And I'm so glad that didn't happen. Yeah. I'm so glad that um, Patrick Swayze was willing to put up with the pain mm-hmm. so that he could be Johnny Castle. Just power through it. Oh, man. And yeah, because they showed, like, while they were talking about all of his knee pain, they kept showing the scene where he, like, has to do the big jump off the stage. And oh, just right. Like, oh, God. Yeah. I bet ow, that hurts. Ow, 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 um, But yeah, that's the episode. That's the episode. What, what did you grade it? I graded it a D for dim sum. Ooh, I graded it a D for double axle. That's more appropriate. I just went back to the scene I liked. <laughs> Every time you say dim sum, I think of Get Steve. Get some. Just With into his, the shot. In the baseball practice. Have you seen this dim sum? <laughs> oh, Billy Zane is in The Boys. Oh, that's that As show, Billy right? Zane. Oh, weird. <laughs> Strange. <laughs> yeah. Apparently, Billy Zane does a lot of acting. Well, I stand corrected. He also does a lot of, like, Billy Zane as Billy Zane. That's so weird. But, like, oh, I just... This... The face. Look at look at this face. This face does not hold a candle to Patrick Swayze. No. Yeah, I don't see it. It's I got mean... a... He's got a weird smirk. I don't like it. He almost looks like Aquaman. He's really lippy. Yeah. He's very lippy. Like, he's got the same gaze as Jason Momoa. You know what I mean? It's those low it's the brows eyebrows. and deep set eyes. Yeah. Just this this face. Look at this face. I don't want this face. He looks too, um, like, nothing going on up there. <laughs> <laughs> Vacant. Yeah. And these These stills are from 1991, so this is what he would have looked like. That is one yeah. vacant lippy man. <laughs> not in. I'm not into it. But well, yeah, that yeah. was it. Next week, um, we've got episode or season two, episode twenty, a competitive edge. Mm. So, we'll so see it's what that's more about. sports. That's what it sounds like. I feel like competitive edge would have been a really good name for this episode too. Oh, true. Yeah, because bl- ice skates have yeah. edges on their blades. <laughs> skates have edges. Brandon's edgy. <laughs> yeah. He wants to be. <laughs> oh, dear. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Well, let's go get a burrito. <laughs> let's go get some burritos in honor of Brandon. And while we're getting a burrito, you guys get gum. <laughs> <laughs> you should also follow us on Twitter and Instagram. Yeah, do that instead. It's better. It's at Back to Podcast. Or you can send us an email about your favorite type of gum and or burrito. Or combination. <laughs> at Back to Podcast at gmail.com. That's B-A-C-K-T-O podcast at gmail.com. And make sure to leave us a five-star rating and review on iTunes or wherever else you can rate and review. I don't know if you can, but you can try. And subscribe. Oh, yeah. Subscribe, too. So that way you get a fresh episode every week downloaded or put on your app or whatever. This is going great. (laughs) And... Yeah, so make sure to leave that review so that more people can find us and just to give us feedback and tell you what you like or don't like or not. Whatever. Is there too much dirty dancing? Not enough dirty dancing? Too much the office? Not enough the office? If there's a button, push it. Do the thing. (laughs) Perfect. Do all that and we'll make sure to shout you out on the podcast. And then we'll see you next week. That's right. So from all of us back to podcast, I'm Caitlin. I'm Ariel. I'm Mary. Bye. Bye. See ya.